Welcome to the Video with a Purpose podcast, where I explain the many different uses of video and how to use it purposely. I'm your host, Katara Lane, and for the past few years, I have been working with businesses and nonprofits creating videos. So listen up, and let's talk about video. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the power of live streaming and we have christine on here today she's the second guest of the season could you please tell everybody who you are what you do and what you specialize in okay so who i am i'm christine dean your dfw networking diva i love connecting you to who you want to know and i combine that with marketing and i love video i'm gonna say that's a fun space to play in and for me i have a dfw networking diva my own company and bring in people to help as needed. I either coach people on how to do things themselves or I will do it for them. So love the marketing side. And when it comes to video, oh my goodness, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> yes, so Christine and I, we were talking last year when I was networking with a whole bunch of people and I just kept on remember her specifically just she kept talking about live streaming. I think I was talking to her about like starting a podcast and she was like, yeah, you have to live stream it. Live stream, that's all. That's literally all I can remember from that meeting. You know how when you meet certain people and then like something sticks, that's definitely what stuck out to me when I met you. So yeah, I have a couple of questions. So can we talk about how you have used live streaming and what you'd like to use it for? It is um, in the different formats, right? Um, really, live streaming gives you an opportunity to just hop on real quick and then hop off real quick. It's in, it's out, it's done, right? And it makes it very, you can do use it for very spontaneous. It doesn't always have to be scripted out. It could be you sharing something fun. It really gives people a chance to get to know your personality. And, and you know, is this somebody I want to hang out with? Um, my background includes teaching college. So when I taught communication courses in college, they would record us and then they would turn around and use that video and show that to the students as the how-to videos on how to do things. So a lot of times I would do the how-to um, big event at the beginning of the year and I would be on all these recordings and all these students would watch it through the year and they go, hey, Ms. D. And I'm like, whatever you are, right? <laughs> but they all felt like they knew me because they had seen me on video. So it really allows you that opportunity to connect, right? And that's just video in general. And when you start getting more spontaneous with it, with the small clips, there's so many different ways to use it. And we're finding that, you know, our attention span is getting smaller and smaller. You've noticed that, right? So those little live clips just give you a chance just for little bite-sized information. And one of the things interesting, when I was done research and I was looking at different opportunities and, okay, well, how long do you want these little lives to be and how long, right? TikTok, you know, 10 to 15 seconds, that's it. And you're like, how can I even say anything in 10 to 15 seconds? How is that ideal? What can I possibly share that's going to have any worth whatsoever? Yet TikTok is huge right now right? People love this. And you can do lives on all of these things, right? You know, Twitter, the ideal time, 20 to 45 seconds. You're, once again, you're saying, what can I really do? There are things you can do during that time that are fun, whether you have a, a you know, little burst of wisdom, you've got a quotation you want to share with somebody, right? Give them a chance to feel about your personality. Who are you? right? Because it's really what it boils down to. It's the branding. You want them to like you. You want them to follow you. You want them to get involved and get engaged. Ask a question, right? 
And when you look at different areas, right? Your YouTube, five to 15 minutes, Facebook, 30 to 90 seconds. You're like, what? How, how in the world can I even grab people's attention? Or Instagram, you know, ideal time, 30 to 45 seconds. I, this is crazy. Even LinkedIn, which you think is professional, 30 yeah. seconds to five minutes is the max. <laughs> You know, 30 seconds, you're like, but it's professional. Even professionals have a limited attention span, right? How much time we're going to actually focus and play in that live space. So there's a lot of opportunities to go live just through your everyday stuff. You don't necessarily have to have it planned out, right? A lot of times we talk about content calendars. You need to do this here, this there. And a lot of times being spontaneous, being yourself really can be a lot of fun rather than you know, tying it so much into a routine and having it, it becomes almost overwhelming at that point. If you look at it as an opportunity to share and be you, I think that makes a big difference with who you are and, and how people can perceive you. Wow. That's just kind of my thoughts on it. I love that answer. Um, I feel like you just gave me a whole new way of thinking about lives. Um, how has the rise of live streaming impacted the video industry, you think, as a whole? live and people are like, Ooh, like with Facebook, when you go live, your friends will get a pop-up that says so-and-so is live, right? If you just upload a video, they may see it. They may not see it. If they happen to drop by your page, if it ends up being the algorithms are right. But if you go live, they get a notification that says, Ooh, so-and-so is live right now. And it pops at the top and, and, you know, people click on that and they get to watch you right then at that moment. And we all know that there's some cheating programs that let you go live without being live which are kind of give the illusion of being live. So for example, um, one of the tools I like to use with uh, my podcast and other of my clients' podcasts that I produce is to use StreamYard because you can pre-record it and then you can schedule it to go live, in which case the audience thinks it's live, but it actually is pre-recorded. So you get the benefit of the, woo, so-and-so's live right now, click, right? So you get the more viewership, but at the same time, you had the opportunity to go back and edit things that maybe weren't quite so perfect, I'm the, I like the spontaneity of it, though. I like being able to just kind of jump in and have a lot of fun with it. I, I, I'm an adrenaline junkie, apparently, and I never knew it. But uh, I like going live. I think there's a lot of opportunities. Um, and I don't see video um, slowing down. We're seeing more and more of it. We're seeing more opportunities to post videos. And people like the interactive style, the, the photos from you know, Snapchat. I mean, there's all these different things we want to see. We don't want to just hear. Podcasts are great when you just listen, which is fine. There's a whole group of people that like to listen to them while they're driving and things, right? But we like the interaction. We like the face. We like to be able to see you, right? We want to see your smile. So video to me really is about connecting with that audience. So I don't see it going away anytime soon. Yeah. And like, I feel like how you just mentioned like pre-recorded lives, I feel like that also helps people that gets like super, super, super nervous to be like live, live, but like pre-recorded lives, it's just like you pre-record it and then you push it out. And I feel like that takes away some of the nerves and you can sort of like respond in the comments while it's going on that way. So I have another question. How can people effectively engage with their audience during a live stream when you you can go live um for example with Streamyard, you can post things out and people can make comments and you can actually take those and put those on the screen 
So you can respond to them right there in screen, or if you're only going live in one location, for example, you're on Facebook, and as you're talking, people are posting, you have that window open, you can see the comments people are making, you can respond right there. I've seen people use it really well, for example, in a sales situation. If you see, a, for example, a paparazzi or something along those lines where they've got actual objects that they're going to sell, right? And I've seen them be very effective that way. So they've got their items all laid out and they might have a, um, for example, a post-it note on it or something that says, this is item number one, this is what it is, this is what it does. They might sample it, they might use it. Okay, if you want this, drop it in chat, let me know this is what you want, right? It's a great way to do sales. So if you let your friends know that you're gonna be going online consistently, right? It's every Monday at six or whatever it is, they know when to check in on your live. And I've seen, you know, 50, 100 plus people watching one stream saying, oh, I want number, or do you have number six in this color, right? And they really can engage with that. So I've seen them use it effectively for sales. In addition to asking questions, you know, um, during your conversation, you might be talking about something saying, you know, I really want your opinion. What do you think about, right? Drop that in chat. Let me see what you've got to say, right? Or I've got this problem. What can we do, right? You've seen where, um, for example, you know, Reddit, where somebody's put something up and people are responding and then saying, oh, yes, no, yeah, everybody has an opinion. Whatever it is, there's an opinion somebody wants to share. So if you ask for people's opinion, watch out, you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've noticed on LinkedIn with lives, if you join someone's live one time, literally every single time that they go live after that, you'll get a notification for it. And it's like, what if you didn't want that notification? But <laughs> every single time after you get into one person live, they send you a notification like afterwards. So like, I love that for LinkedIn and like the reach. The reach on LinkedIn is already crazy, but like with live, I feel like it's even more, you know, better. We did a whole event with Giver Marketing where we brought in different speakers. So the host is in here. We had the next person hop in. They hopped out. The next person hopped in. The next, and so we just had continual speakers one after the next and talked in between. Um, great for roundtable discussions, asking for feedback from the audience. So there's an opportunity there to bring in multiple speakers and things. And a lot of times we don't necessarily have that set up with just a Facebook, right? Because if you're live and the other person's live, then now how do you get that other person to come in if you want multiple speakers, right? Unless you're doing it through Zoom or something. So there's there's a lot of flexibility with, with going live on the videos, especially when you add in some of those fancy softwares which really aren't too expensive, which is surprising. You would think it would be a lot pricier than they are. True. Very, very true. Um, another question. What are the challenges of live streaming and how can they be overcome? Uh, right. So the challenge is, like we mentioned earlier, if you're really nervous and you're not comfortable with public speaking, right, being able to record ahead of time, then push it out as if live. That's always a plus. Right. But sometimes the unexpected happens when you're in live. Right. Some of the, the pluses and minuses. Right. The pluses, you've got the instant feedback from your audience and you can respond during your, your presentation. You don't have to go back and address it later when you're live. Right. If you can see and people are putting comments down, you're like, oh, OK, yeah, well, that means or can you explain more about? Sure. And you get that constant feedback when you pre-record, you don't have that. But at the same time, you have the oops side of things that happen. And I had a friend that was doing an interview one time and his kids started crawling into his office. And you could see their little bodies on their hands, hands and knees crawling in. <laughs> and they're on the side and he's going, and he's smiling and talking and he's telling them to get out of here, right? <laughs> Real gently. And 
I just about died laughing and he was live. There, there is no fix in that. It just is what it is, right? And, and But you kind of have to uh, use those as opportunities, right? When something goes wrong, what do you do and how do you handle it? And I would say that when something goes wrong and you handle it well, you actually uh, get more kudos out of that than if it was just perfect to start with, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Right? When you see somebody overcome diversity in a way that is gracefully done, right? Uh, you're just like, wow, that's not how I would have handled that. That was really good, right? <laughs> if that had happened to me, I would have, right? Insert thought here. Or I would have panicked. I would have, right? And so when we see Very somebody true. handle something that's rough and they do it well, you're like, wow. <laughs> We're cheering them on, right? It's so there's opportunities. A lot of times perfect isn't memorable. Mm, I like that. Perfect right? isn't memorable. Because okay. it's the same. It's, it's status quo, right? If status quo is status quo, at some point it all blurs together. But something different happens. It stands out. And even if it's a way to make it humorous, run with it, right? Um, you know, your own joke at your own expense, whatever it is. You know, I've had cats walk across my screen before. <laughs> you know, dogs bark in the middle of it, airplanes overhead, whatever it is. It's like, oh, time out. Hold on. Can't hear you. And we're live. <laughs> Not much we do. I've been broadcasting live and somebody decided they were, it was a great time to, you know, ring my doorbell. <laughs> and then I didn't answer. And then they kept knocking. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we're all going to go meet whoever's at my door. <laughs> Would you like to stream live with us? Too late. You already are. You know, <laughs> how can you handle the situation? Right. So you really have to talk. And if you're the kind of person that has a hard time going with the flow and they seeing the humor in the situation, you might need to prepare yourself ahead of time. Right. Kind of like before a comedian gets on stage, if somebody heckles you, what are you going to do? Right. You got to have something planted in your head so you know what you want to say ahead of time. And that might be the case if you're going to go live and you're not used to it and you're like, gosh, I don't know if I can pivot and think that fast on my feet. You might want to think about, okay, what can I say ahead of time as a standard line that I've got that'll save me? <laughs> and, and you practice, right? The more you practice something, the more confident you feel. And the first time you go live, oh my goodness, right? You're like, Whoa! <laughs> but after a couple of times, it's not that big of a deal. And you're like, I don't know why I was so stressed about this. This wasn't nearly as painful as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I feel like um, the way you're like talking about it, it sounds like um, a sense of humor is not a bad thing to have while you're going live. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you take yourself too seriously, uh, you are causing so much more drama on yourself in general, whether it's presentations, whether, you know, you're always worried about what everybody else is thinking. If you're that self-conscious, where are you focusing on being your authentic self and just letting you be you? Because somebody's going to love you just the way you are. So be you. Nice. Nice. So how do you see the future of live streaming and the video industry evolving over the next few years? Or what are some things that you would like to see happen in this space? There have been so many changes. It's been incredible. I mean, the, the rise of TikTok, the ability to add in music, to be able to edit the clips within things and being able to, you know, add words on top of things. And we've had so much flexibility with it. It's really been wonderful. Um, and, and it lets people's, I'd like to see more authentic and a little less scripted, if that makes any sense. I want to know real people. And a lot of times we think about, oh, on social media, a lot of times people just share their perfect version of themselves, right? It's like, 
nobody's life's that perfect. Come on in. <laughs> you're like, but a lot of times people don't air their dirty laundry. And then you've got the other side where you've got people that air everything. You're like, oh, that might've been a little too much to share. There's got to be some kind of fine line, but I think we need to have more of an acceptance of letting people be who they are. If you're not harming anyone else, be you. Let's keep doing that. Let's do that while we're doing our our live streams, while we're doing more and more. We're seeing video everywhere now. So let's just be authentic with it instead of trying to live up to some kind of perfect expectation. Be you. Nice, nice. And one last question. How can people ensure the quality of their live streaming through both audio and video? So how can they make sure that quality is the best during live streaming beforehand or maybe even during? Yeah, a lot of times you're gonna need to check everything out ahead of time because sometimes there's a feedback, sometimes there's an echo sometimes, right? And not every space is created equal, not every microphone, right? I'm, I'm operating off my laptop. It's not perfect, but it's actually pretty good quality. Right. Um, but there's some fancy equipment out there. But if you're going to get fancy equipment, make sure you know how to use it and that you're getting enough use out of it to make it worth the investment. If that makes any sense. You know, if you're going to live stream once a month, you might not want to spend that a lot of money on investing in something like that. But if you're going to do a weekly podcast, if you're going to um, live stream quite often, then you might want to spend a little bit more money on little products and um, got to do your research, though, because they're not all created equal and the they can get a little complicated. So if you're not really tech savvy, you know, you could easily get overwhelmed by the whole process of turn this on, turn that off, turn this up, turn that down, right? And then why am I this color? I That's not a natural color. Why do I look like that, right? You change everything about it. So when it comes to the, between the mics and the videos, right? Sometimes what's built into your machine isn't high enough quality, right? Sometimes you got to upgrade, you got to get something else, and then you got to make sure it's connected. So the more toys you have, the more things that can go wrong, if that makes any sense. So if you're not really tech savvy, you got to be really careful because you can make it so complicated that, you know, it's overwhelming. And the goal is to have fun. If you have to pay so much attention to your tech and the toys that you're playing with that you can't have fun anymore, kind of missing the point. All righty. Well, I feel like I've learned so much about live streaming just in like this short period of time. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on. Um, could you please tell people where they can find you at? This information will also be in the description box, but please let people know where they can find you at. Oh yeah, I hang out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and diva at dfwnetworkingdiva.com. You can drop an email to me. I always respond and I love helping people. If, a, if video is your thing and you want to talk more about live streaming, if you're interested in doing podcasts, all that kind of stuff, that's all in my wheelhouse and I love it. So you want somebody that's going to, you know, give you that step up and give you some advice and let you run with it, right? Nice. Alrighty, well, um, thank you for listening to today's podcast, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks, Katara. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on today's topic. So connect with me on social media. All links will be in the description box. Also, if you like learning these video tips, please turn on your notifications on the podcast app you are listening to because I drop a new episode every single week.